Hello, sports fans. We have a special guest joining us today for a West Virginia Sports Talk exclusive interview. Please enjoy our conversation with Marshall Point Guard Jared West. West has started for the Thundering Herd the last three years of his career and is coming off of his best season in 2020 when he averaged 14 points, four rebounds, and four assists per game. Listen as he recalls his experiences as a standout player at Notre Dame High School, being part of Marshall's historic NCAA tournament win in 2018, and discusses the future of the Thundering Herd program. So uh, how have you and your family been doing during this crazy time? Everybody healthy? Um, We're doing pretty good. You know, we're just all trying to stay safe and stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're trying to think positive and stay positive through all this stuff. Obviously, um, all of our, my dad, my brother and I, all of our seasons were canceled because of all this. So um, we've just been trying to stay safe, stay positive, and um, pretty much maximize all the resources that we have right now. Just continue to, you know, stay in shape and um, be prepared just in case the uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen anytime soon, so just in case we get an opportunity to play. What has your workout situation been like? Do you have a place to get up shots and, and lift and do that stuff? Um, I do a lot of my uh, workouts outside, just like running and stuff and staying in shape and, you know, jumping rope and ladder drills and everything like that, just to kind of stay in shape and stuff. But, um, you know, I've been going to the park a lot, uh, playing pickup games and getting some shots up and working out and stuff. But I also have a, a gym that I have access to. One of my family friends allows me to use it. So I'm, I'm actually blessed for that because they let me use the gym a lot. So uh, I've been pretty much uh, going at it pretty much every day. So I'm just trying to stay consistent with it. Solid. Have you been able to get some solid five-on-five five in? Um, as all this stuff has kind of, you know, lightened up a little bit and, you know, obviously I'm trying to – we try to keep the circle not too big, but we've been pretty – for the last couple of weeks, last month or so, I'd say we've been getting pretty consistent, um, good five-on-five. Five. And um, I'm just glad because it's helped me kind of stay in shape and stuff. And, you know, we haven't been able to play five-on-five five since the season ended, so I feel like it's um, – I'm just trying to enjoy it. Gotcha. Let's uh, let's take a little trip down down memory lane, if, if you would. Uh, you, you grew up – you played for Notre Dame uh, High School for your dad. Uh, what was that experience like playing for him and, and excelling also? Um, the first month of my freshman year of high school was the worst of my life, was the worst month of my entire life. Uh, my dad and I, we bumped heads a lot. Um, and it was kind of a two-way street. You know, I was having a hard time dealing with him. He was having a hard time coaching me. And we just bumped heads. He kicked me out of practice a couple times. You know, I mean, I, I was crying at practice. Like, it was bad. Um, but pretty much after we got over that first hump of the grind and the struggle, we pretty much have been solid ever since. I mean, my whole, I mean, my, the rest of my freshman year and my sophomore, junior, and senior year was pretty smooth, honestly. We, we, our, our relationship grew a lot closer and a lot better. It was easier to talk about things. Um, you know, I could tell him what I was saying. He could tell me what he was saying. And obviously he was my dad too, so the relationship continued to grow. Pretty much after that first month of the season, of my freshman year, everything else is pretty smooth. Looking back at that dynamic or early on in high school, was there any one incident, either in practice or, or a game, that was really like important to you guys getting over that hump and sort of fixing that coach-player relationship? Um, 
it was probably a game situation. I think it was the eighth game of the year, and we were down. We were playing at Parksburg Catholic, and we were down by 15, I think, or 13 going into the fourth quarter, and we were just struggling. And in the fourth quarter in overtime, I had 18 points and hit the game winner, and we won the game. And kind of after that, I think that gave me a lot of confidence, and I kind of jump-started the success for the rest of my career. And I think me playing well made it a lot easier on my dad to where he didn't have to feel like he was overcoaching. It's like, you know, he didn't feel the need to to worry about me as a son as much as a, a player. He was just he was just kind of coaching player after that. And I feel like that that game kind of jump started the rest of our relationship. I started playing a lot better. We started we started winning a lot of games that year. We didn't lose really after that. So. Um, I feel like that game, I think it was game eight of my freshman year, I feel like after that was pretty much the what jump-started the rest of our relationship and my career. So you guys had a couple near misses uh, in the state tournament. I, I know Diebel's still a little bit salty about it. And then you, you finally got over the hump in 2017. What was that process like of, of disappointment? And then how did it feel when you finally reached the mountaintop? Um, you know, th- that first three years was very hard. I mean, it was just, it was hard. I mean, we really thought we had chances to win every year. And uh, pretty much every year in the fourth quarter, we had a lead in the game. And we ended up just losing the game. So, I mean, that three years was just heartbreaking, disappointing. I mean, a lot of crying, a lot of thinking, a lot of questioning. And I feel like that three years of struggle and disappointment kind of, uh, I feel like it sat with my dad and I a lot. And uh, I feel like that's why my senior year we were able to push through the, the adversity that we hit that year. You know, being preseason number one in the state, starting the season off four and four. Uh, you know, we had some injuries and stuff like that. So finally getting over the hump my senior year and winning the state tournament and state championship, it was probably, it was it was a I mean it was a great feeling. You, you can't really describe it. Um, if I ever watch the game, I still get goosebumps watching the end of the game. Um, I mean, it's a, it was a crazy experience, kind of a surreal thing that you you always dream of as a kid growing up. And when it ha- when it happened, it was just it was a lot of relief as much as excitement because we won, you know. But it was good to get that monkey off our back as far as just winning the state championship a lot of people had a lot of questions about it and when we won it was a great feeling so um it was definitely a grind for the four years but it was all worth it winning that state title definitely nothing better than that vindication when you see the hard work come to fruition and then uh, afterwards you, you decide to go to marshall university did, did you have a lot of other offers and and what drew you to coach dan tony can, can you repeat that last part? My bad, I, I couldn't hear. Oh no problem. Um, after after high school, after you you know you had a standout career, what drew you to to Marshall and and Coach D'Antoni, and did you have a lot of other offers? Um, I had six Division One offers, but uh, honestly, Marshall. The re I think the biggest reason I went there honestly is because they were the first ones to recruit me. They they started recruiting me as a freshman in high school, and uh, you know Coach Dan and Coach Klein they had a lot to do with my recruitment and they were, you know, very involved, very active. I mean, they probably had to watch me play. I mean, I would say at least 50 games over the course of four years between high school and AAU, probably more than that. 
And, uh, you know, they, they stayed in contact with me. They continued to follow me and check up on me and stuff like that. And plus, you know, Coach Dam was kind of just starting to try to get the program turned around and build the program. And I feel like they, uh, him and the, the coaching staff did a really good job of that. You know, watching them play, it was a fun system to watch them play. Um, it wasn't too far from home. And I felt the most comfortable with the coaching staff, with Coach Dan and Coach Fine. And I feel like um, all of that kind of drew me to Marshall the most. And um, I'm, I'm very grateful and glad that I went there. Yeah, they, they definitely did turn the program around, and, and you saw it, immediate success when you came in as a freshman, first NCAA tournament win in the school's history in 2018. You guys won the Conference USA as well. What was it like to be part of that immediate success your freshman year? Um, it was great. I mean, it was a great feeling. It was a great season. Um, and, you know, the whole season, we, we knew that we could make a run. We knew that we had the pieces to get it done. We just had to put it together. And um, we had a really good team. We had a lot of good a lot of good players on our team, you know. And um, to win the conference title for the first time in that long, um, that was Coach Dan's first conference championship as, when, uh, as being the coach. And everybody on the team, that was their first conference championship. I mean, that whole week from winning the championship on Saturday to winning the uh, – beating Wichita on Thursday, I mean, that whole week was just an amazing, surreal week. Again, it was one of those things where, you know, as a kid, you kind of grow up dreaming about that and those, those situations, but you don't really, you know, get the full experience until it happens, and then when it happens, I mean, it's, it's crazy. So it was a great week, and, um, you know, I feel like we really earned that championship and that win in the tournament, and to be a part of it, I feel like it's just a, a great feeling, you know. Everybody played their role in it, you know, even the players who didn't really play that much, they all played their role, the managers, the coaches, um, our leaders. Everybody played a role, and I feel like um, we were all very impactful as far as reaching the goals that we had as, as winning the conference championship. So that that immediate success to start uh, my college career off was, was great, and I just hope that we can get it done again. What was the, the feeling like afterwards celebrating in, in the locker room with your teammates after going out west and, and up and upsetting Wichita? <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, I know it was just a lot of yelling, a lot of smiles, a lot of, you know, just jumping up and down. But, I mean, it was just great because when you go through the grind with your teammates all year through the ups and downs and the adversity and, you know, from preseason workouts all the way through, you always have that goal in mind. And um, it was just a lot of, you know, we felt like we earned that. We earned it and we felt like we deserved the conference championship. We had a great week. And um, to carry it over into the NCAA tournament and get a win, I think that made it even that much better. And uh, I really feel like those celebrations were much deserved and much earned for us because we worked hard for it. And just being with those guys who you love and, you grind with every day and makes it all that much better. So moving ahead, last year you really started to develop kind of as an all-around player. Uh, for Marshall, you had 14 a game, four assists, four boards. I, I was fortunate enough to speak with John Elmore earlier this summer, and he said the playing and, and Coach D'Antoni's kind of open, up-and-down style really gives you a, a lot of room for creativity. What's it like being a facilitator and a scorer in, in kind of a system like that? Um, I think the way John worded it was, was absolutely right. I mean, Coach Dan gives us a lot of freedom. 
Um, we play a fun style. We play fast. We got a lot of space on the floor. So Coach Dan really allows us to to be creative and, and use our skill set to our advantage. You know, if we got an open shot, take it. If you feel like you can make a play, go make a play, you know. And I feel like that kind of system allows us – it gives me a lot of confidence to go out and kind of make plays. And the other thing that uh, I love about Coach Dan is he lets you play through your mistakes as long as you learn from them. He's not that guy that's going to jump on you after you make one mistake. So playing in that type of system where Coach Dan and the coaches are instilling confidence in you, they want you to play aggressive, they want you to have fun, and they want you to play that up-and-down, fast-paced, up-tempo style, um, it, it, it kind of makes it easier, honestly, to, to be that facilitator and that playmaker and uh, in score, too. So it gives me a lot of opportunity to, to make plays for myself and others, and I, and I honestly – I couldn't imagine playing in a better system for a better coach and a better style. You guys have a lot of talent coming back. You went seven, 17 and 15 last year, but an upperclassman uh, squad returning in 2020. In this offseason, what do you think the herd need to work on? Um, honestly, I think we, just, we all kind of have to continue to develop in our own way. You know, we all have um, different types of things that we need to work on and stuff like that. But overall, um, I think we just got to continue to get stronger overall as a team, um, try to maximize our athleticism. And most importantly, I think, is just continue to shoot. You know, the more you shoot, the better. You can't you can't ever shoot too much. And the better we shoot as a team, the better team we're going to be. That allows us to have more space. That allows us to be more creative. And that, that helps our offense and our defense, honestly, uh, a lot more. So, I feel like overall shooting is probably the most important thing that we all can work on and all can improve on, and I feel like that will help our team out the most. Roughly how many shots do you get up a day, do you think, just just working in the offseason? Um, I would say I probably make between two and 300 a day. Okay. I got you. At, least, at, at, at least, I would say. Some days it's more, but like consistently, I would say between two and 300. Okay. So you submitted your name for uh, NBA draft consideration, which is a really smart move. It's, it's free, free feedback. Why, why wouldn't you do it? What did they tell you about your game that, that you personally need to improve? Um, honestly, I didn't really get that much uh, feedback. And I think a lot of it was just due to the, the virus and stuff like that. And they, they didn't know about combine. They didn't know about the draft. And they didn't even know about their season. You know, they're, they're still focused on their season. So I don't think they really could have much to say, honestly. Plus, um, you can't have face-to-face meetings. You can't have workouts. You can't, you know, meet with anybody to talk to anyone really in person. So, I didn't really receive that much feedback, but I'm still grateful that I was able to just have that opportunity to enter the draft. Absolutely. Well, that's all I got for you, Jared. I appreciate you uh, allowing me to interview you today. Yeah, man, no problem. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this West Virginia Sports Talk exclusive interview. Check out the West Virginia Sports Talk podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher, and give us a follow on Twitter at Michael Sussman's West Virginia Sports Talk.